the good time There's laughter, there's sunshine Forgetting all of our fears Welcome back to the Mountaineer Podcast Where everybody's listening I'm Barbara Hart And I'm Doug Armitage And now for this week's news To open the podcast Here is O'Sullivan performing her holiday-themed folk song Tinged with melancholy and nostalgia Take Me Home Featuring Declan Kennedy this episode is brought to you by Brightwood Music, Very Nice Brewing Company, Good Life Pilates, Hearts Backhoe, Howling Wind Brewing and Blending, and of course, the Mountaineer newspaper. We'll all get our fair share, it's going nowhere, we'll all just go home to our moms. Confess all your secrets at three in the morning, this season seems so magical. Hello, my name is Jamie Lammers, and this is my interview with local musician J.J. Frazier. Hi, my name is J.J. Frazier, at least. I go by my initials because I am actually the third Joseph J., and my dad and his dad both went by Joe, but I've only used my initials. You are going to be performing soon at the Last Stand Tavern, is that correct? That's correct. I seem to have hit it off well with the folks up Coal Creek Canyon. I have now been up there, gosh, probably four or five times, and I am scheduled to play essentially the first Saturday of the next five months in 2022. So considering that the very first Saturday is actually the first of the year, I'll be there on the 8th. But then following on a monthly basis, I'm excited about that. What in general got you started on a path in music in general? What inspired you when you were younger? How did you start playing music? My mother used to play the organ and teach some keyboard, but I never really jumped on to keyboards. On the other hand, after the time of folk music and the Beatles and other groups from England came over, I ended up picking up my older sister's classical guitar because she wasn't really active on it. And I just had this music in my growing up in the household, in my background, and I really felt an affinity for singing, and I decided, well, people are playing guitars. I guess I'd better work on playing guitar. So I picked up my older sister's classical guitar and started picking out some stuff, and my parents proceeded to get me a record album that also included some chord diagrams and strumming patterns and exercises to play along with. And so that's how I got started on singing and playing guitar. And, well, as things developed, I just started putting together musical groups, and I have continued to play in musical groups. And I was in glee club when I was in high school and have been in choirs and various bands just because I love singing and making music. And would you say that you and your bands have a particular style when it comes to playing your instruments or performing your music or any influences that you've gravitated towards? Well, I like to do 
most any kind of music that I can get away with, which is to say I don't really play classical guitar, I don't really play jazz guitar, but I grew up in the age of Crosby, Stills, Nash, Neil Young, the Beatles, the Eagles, Rolling Stones, and various blues artists. So I'd say that's really kind of the basis of my repertoire. But I do like to do just a real variety of music. For example, I like blues and I like ballads and I like to boogie. And what I have found is that being of an age group that, you know, is probably like your parents' age, you know, being a boomer, I guess you would say, I have been exposed to lots of stuff from Bob Dylan to Garth Brooks, and I have just really enjoyed a lot of different music, and I have found that I really enjoy playing music that other people enjoy hearing. So I guess I could say that my repertoire is generally a lot of kind of hit pop songs, and then I also throw in some original tunes because I've been a songwriter off and on for years, but basically blues, country, rock, folk rock, pop music, all of those things. Would you say that you have any particular favorite venues in the Peak to Peak area or any favorite parts about being able to perform live? I have played a great variety of venues up and down the Front Range and up into, you know, Summit County and ski areas. So I don't, I don't know that I would say that I have favorite venues. I guess I really enjoy going into places that have a homey feel, that have a regular sort of neighborhood clientele so that you've got people who are comfortable there who go there more than once as opposed to for example up in the ski areas where you might just have people coming through as visitors but you know ever since I started playing guitar back in high school I think I always enjoyed the idea of taking a guitar and going to a party and entertaining people, and I just continue with that. I love to entertain people, and that's why I pass out copies of my repertoire, my song list, so that people can make requests that I know and I will be ready to do for them. And that way, I share with the audience in stuff that uh, we both enjoy. Is there anything else in general that you want to add about upcoming performances or things that you enjoyed doing involving music or anything along those lines? Well, I am currently working as a solo performer, but I spent many years with a partner who I connected with when he and I were both separate solo performers and we became a duo just because we really had an ear for harmonies and we had voices that really worked well together. Unfortunately, that partner of mine succumbed to cancer. And so I now 
working as a solo, also play harmonica in addition to singing and playing guitar. And because I enjoy harmonies so much, I got a TC Helicon vocal harmonizer, which is a smart pedal that both my microphone and guitar go through so that when I click it on, it listens to the chords I'm playing on guitar, listens to the melody that I'm singing, and adds two harmony voices so I get the fullness of sounding like two or three people. And then I also use a Boss guitar looper pedal so that I can use that to set up loops or recordings of the basic chord progression for a song. And then I can click that on and I can play a lead part over the top of it. Or I can play harmonica leads. And so by using those different devices, I have carried on the sounds of having two guys together while I'm just by myself. Beyond that, I'm starting to get together with some other folks who have also long history in music and appreciate the same sorts of tunes. So I may be out with some other folks in the coming year, but at this point, it's me and my guitars and harmonicas and guitar looper and vocal harmonizer bringing as much as I can from just one guy. Blues, country, folk, and rock, ranging from Allman Brothers to the Beatles to Buffett to Dylan to Eagles to Dan Fogelberg, Grateful Dead, Creedence Clearwater, Van Morrison, Willie Nelson, Garth Brooks, Brooks and Dunn, Rolling Stones, Old Hank Williams, Zach Brown, just covering a real variety of artists and styles, hoping to bring some fun and enjoyment to people. I think those are all the big questions that I had on my end. I want to thank you so much for coming on board and joining us for the podcast. This was really cool. All right. I appreciate you, Jamie. Thank you so much, JJ, for coming on board the podcast. If you want to see him live, you can catch him at the Last Stand Tavern in Coal Creek, 32138 Highway 72, on Saturday, January 8th at 5 p.m. And now to the news desk. Check out this week's full music listing, including where to be and what to see this week across the Peak to Peak region, as well as an action-packed edition full of Netherland and Gilpin school news, events, government, and more. The weekly print and online edition hits stands every Thursday by noon. Are you a local musician or artist? Would you like a feature story in a print edition of The Mountaineer, as well as on our podcast, website, and social media? Interviews are completed in person or by phone with our professional journalists. Interested? Email publisher1977 at gmail.com to get on the list for an upcoming edition. Hello, my name is Jamie Lammers, and this is my interview with local musician PJ Moon. I'm PJ Moon. Fairly new to the Netherlands, just moved here about a year ago from Durango. You're going to be performing in the Peak to Peak area pretty soon. Do you mind talking about that real quick? Yeah, so it'll be my first time playing up at Busey Brews. So far since moving up here, I've played quite a bit more down Denver and Boulder. 
but I have done Eldora Ski Mountain a couple times. So I've got a band with anywhere from a three to a five piece called PJ Moon and the Swappers. And we started down in Durango. And since then, since moving up here, I've kind of focused a lot more on solo stuff. And after the last couple of years, ticketed events and stuff, I kind of found that a plan solo set is a little easier to make happen during the range times where we have limited capacity and mass mandates and stuff like that. So I've really been leaning into the solo set. I have what you call loop stations. So I've got a drum and I play guitar and shaker, just random percussion. And I kind of put together a full band's worth of sounds. I record it live and play over it and layer it. So that's what I'm going to be doing at Busey on the second. And so this is going to be a performance just with you and not with your band? Correct. So mostly with the band, we kind of stick to larger events where sound and PA is provided with the sound engineering. We try to sell tickets. So... And if you, if you overplay with a band, it's kind of hard to keep ticket sales high. So we kind of pick and choose the right events for that when we play a lot in the same area. And we're not traveling as much. And the solo gig really gives me that opportunity to take those gigs I want to play, but are not ticketed and marketed like that, you know? So yeah, this is a solo set. A lot of times I'll have friends that are other local regional musicians sit in and play. And that typically the last minute thing on a gig like this so there might be some other familiar names i know i saw the lineup for the i think it's the rest of the month and i have some some buddies on that as well so if anybody else is up in the area you might see one or two more guys sitting in but as of now it's going to be a solo set you play a whole ton of instruments and love playing music solo as well when did your musical journey start? How did you get started in music and why is it such a passion of yours? Uh, you know, I was about 10 years old. My dad was a drummer growing up. By the time I was around, he wasn't in any working bands or anything, but he kind of introduced me to music. I started on drums when I was in elementary school. It was kind of my first instrument, I guess you could say. When I started getting formal lessons, I had switched to guitar probably about fifth grade and played in the high school instrumental ensemble. Had a couple local bands growing up. I think playing professionally didn't really start until I was about 21, maybe, 20. I had a group in North Carolina called Dog's Best Friend. It was a four-piece and played around North Carolina and Tennessee for about three years, maybe, two years. After that, it was kind of my first experience in making money and traveling in a working band, which definitely sparked an interest. It was always a hobby growing up, and I would play shows, but I didn't really lean into it as kind of more of a job. And when I moved to Portland, Maine, about 2013, 2014, I started a duo, an acoustic duo called The Cosmonauts. We wrote and produced an album that's out on Spotify and iTunes and everything. That group was my first fully supporting myself with only music and kind of my first experience with full-time music. It went pretty well. We got some good shows. We did a tour from Portland, Maine to Denver. A couple venues in New York City. We played on Broadway in Nashville with 33 dates in 90 days. So about most of it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but about for every three days there was a gig, so it was a pretty dense tour. It was the first time I ever kind of found out what it looked like to be an actual working musician. 
and I loved it. I don't care if I have to sleep in my car <laughs> and and drive five hours a day. I, I was in love with every second of it. Obviously, these last couple years really made that more difficult to do. So I was an EMT and ski patrol back in North Carolina in about 2012. These past two years, I recertified EMT and I started started working in EMS again and joined the Netherlands Fire Department where I'm a probationary firefighter right now. The last month or so, it's kind of seeming like it looks like a lot of gigs are getting canceled, but as things open up again, I'm going to be ready to go full-time again, and that's my that's my goal for the near future. As soon as I'm able to, again this summer, I'm going to be hitting the road. Got another five-week run coming in February, you know, COVID permitting, but that's kind of my history in a nutshell with it, you know. And would you say that there's a particular style you've gravitated towards or influences that you've gravitated towards? I certainly like to keep a touch of Southern roots. I grew up in Southern Virginia and South Carolina, mostly in my childhood and adolescence. The music scene down there was certainly different. So maybe just a little dash of of Southern in there, but mostly kind of the funk soul realm is what I like to go and see. And I like to take a little bit of that influence, but, you know, individually, I wouldn't call it Southern Rock, I wouldn't call it funk, and I wouldn't call it soul music. But as you promote your band and everything, you have to come up with a genre. So for my full band, we call it funk, soul, rock and roll, because it's got a nice little ring to it, too. But, yeah, I'd say funk, soul, rock and roll sums it up, and it's not any of those individually, but it's... If it's all of them together, and then with our own little originality on it, that's always what we use to, to sum it up. And I think the solo set stays pretty consistent with that. Genre. And what would you say are some of your favorite parts about being able to perform live? First off, I think anyone that tells you they're not nervous performing in front of people is a total liar. I think everyone starts nervous, and I think really working that muscle and getting to a place where you're confident in yourself and you look forward having people listen to you rather than have anxiety around the whole thing. And I think eventually, you know, with repetition, you get to that place. And I feel like it's, it's a really nice feeling when you feel really comfortable performing in front of people. And I think that translates to all parts of life. I really enjoy being a performer. And the bigger the crowd, the better for me. Last minute, pressure's on. I love it all. And music in general, I, I think the overwhelming majority of human beings have a really deep connection with music, and I think most people would be excited to be a part of it in any way, and I'm definitely one of those folks. If I could be a, a roadie, if I could be a stagehand, if I could be a producer, if I could be any of it, I would do any of it. Obviously, I think the, the pinnacle is to be the performer, and that's my dream as much as most folks with the same kind of intention, and as much as I can fully devote myself to being a performer, that's just the ultimate fulfillment and source of happiness for me. Is there anything else you would want to add about your past performances or other things that are coming up for you or just anything along those lines? You know, it's it's a weird time right now. I've got a, a manager in a talent agency that helps with our booking and managing for the band. Typically, we have a lot more coming up than we do right now. There's a band competition trying out for a spot at Summer Camp Music Festival in, I think that's in Illinois. So we'll be at the Fox Theater on January 7th. Yeah, I don't really, nothing off the top of my head that I want to really get across, any points to get across right now. There's not much to promote. Well, I, I think those are the big questions that I have on my end. 
I want to thank you so much for coming on board and allowing me to interview you. Yeah, thank you. Any bit of free press, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you so much, PJ, for coming on board and joining us for the podcast. If you want to see him live, you can catch him at Busey Brews, 70 East 1st Street in Nederland, Colorado, on Sunday, January 2nd at 2 p.m. Be sure to check out the studio albums of PJ Moon and the Swappers, Memoirs of Living in a Car, and Soul Fashioned, wherever you listen to music. Brightwood Music in Nederland has the instruments and accessories you need for your holiday shopping. Not sure what your gift should be? Brightwood offers gift certificates as well. Brightwood Music is family-owned and operated and has been a Netherlands staple for more than a decade. They are located at 20 East Lakeview Drive, Unit 109 in Netherlands, and can be reached at 303-258-8863 or you can find them on Facebook at Brightwood Music. Do you have a business in the peak-to-peak region? Send us your pitch. We cover every business from Allen's Park to Central City with all of the towns and canyons in between. Email publisher1977 at gmail.com to be included in an upcoming edition of our Business Short Takes or submit online to our website at www.themountaineer.com. On January 1st, The Mountaineer will be starting the Keep It Local campaign, which features small businesses in Gilpin County. If you'd like to be added to the list, please email us at publisher1977 at gmail.com. You talked in circles, and in stars. Cardboard people in and that's all for this week's episode of the Mountaineer Podcast. All editions of the Mountaineer Podcast are available on our website at www.themountaineer.com and click on Podcast. You can pick up this week's print edition of the Mountaineer in Netherland, Gilpin County, Ward, Jamestown, Gold Hill, Ferncliff, and Allen's Park. You can also read and subscribe online. All print subscribers have free access to our website. And go online to catch up on more local news. I'm Doug Armitage. And I'm Barbara Hart. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the Mountaineer Podcast, where everybody's listening. To close out the podcast, here is Finn O'Sullivan again, performing her John Lennon songwriting contest winning song, When the Power Comes Back On, featuring Declan Kennedy. If you tell me